Hello, my wonderful friends out there. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you thank you for listening to this episode today. This is a pre-recorded episode, so I was using this as an opportunity to learn how to transition from one segment to the next. So if it sounds like you are just jumping right into a conversation, you pretty much are. So thank you guys for being here. I hope this episode inspires, encourages you, and really helps you begin to live from a place from within and that deep wellhouse of peace that God wants to give us and strength and help. And so you guys, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys next time. Before we get into that, I want to go ahead and pray for all of us and pray that God will continue to open up our perspective and our understanding of these things so we can really integrate this truth into our life. You guys, I think this is one of the most important truths that we can gain so much life-giving perspective and freedom from, and that is the ability to integrate God's grace into our life. So you guys, we're going to go ahead and pray, and then I'm just going to talk to you guys about this topic. So Lord, thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for the opportunity that I have to share these perspectives and these things that you've taught me over the last four years, Lord, that have completely changed my life, God, in some deep and profound ways, Lord. And now I just have a passion to share these things with other people, Lord, so they can too be empowered and see you work in their life in powerful ways and live out their potential and invest their skills and their talents and be the people that you've created them to be, Lord. So I I pray, God, that you will speak through me today, speak through this podcast, Lord. I pray that it will liberate people, encourage people. And um, Lord, we love you and we thank you for the grace that you give us every day and how you use people in our lives, Lord, and their perspectives to change our perspective, which changes our life, God, and gives us so much hope and peace and joy and how you cultivate the fruit of the Spirit in us, Lord, by using people outside of ourselves, Lord, to change us, God. So I thank you for that, Lord. I pray that you will bless every single person listening to this podcast, and I pray that they will learn to integrate your grace into their life so they can live how you've called them to live, Lord, from that deep place of value, investing who they are, contributing their whole self into the world, Lord, and seeing the impact that they, that they only, only they can make because of the grace that they have in their life from you, Lord. So we love you. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus name. So friends, today we are talking about the real and the ideal. What do I mean by that? You guys? Well, let's go back to the beginning this week. I told you guys that I have had a struggle with really just, you know, putting myself out there, you know, and sharing my ideas and my perspectives because I think, well, what are people going to think about me? right? So that's my real self is what are people going to think? My ideal self is being confident and living for my values and my truth of who I know I am and the things that I believe that have shaped my life that I believe, um, can benefit others as well. And, you know, just living off authentically, not holding back, not reserving myself for, because I need validation outside of myself, if that makes sense. And so you guys, this is a process that takes time because here's the deal. We all have different areas in our life where we we have the real of where we're at, right? And you may not like where you're at in your life right now, 
you know, maybe you're struggling in your relationships with your, you know, relationships with your kids or you're struggling in your marriage or you're struggling in your finances or you're struggling in your health and you feel like I can't get out of this. Maybe you're burdened and stressed and anxious about, you know, your life and maybe you're burned out in your walk with Christ and, you know, struggling in all of those areas. And so I think it's important that we acknowledge that because we can't change anything in our life that we don't acknowledge. And so you guys, I just want to share kind of how do we get from where we want to go or where we're at to where we want to go. Well, first off, you have to think about in your mind, what outcome do you want to have in your life? What kind of, what kind of relationships do you want to have? What kind of marriage do you want to have? Right. Um, What kind of relationships with your kids do you want to have? Where do you want to be financially? How do you want your health to be? You need to think about those things because what's the truth? If we knew how to do those things, if we knew always how to have a good marriage, have an intimate relationship with our spouse, intimate, not just sex, you guys, but knowing somebody on an emotional level, knowing their deepest thoughts, their, their plans, their dreams, their, their, their fears, their joys, everything, right? Knowing someone in that way, having that type of relationship having contentment, having peace, right? I don't know anybody on the planet who doesn't want those things. But we don't always know how to get it. Because if we did, we wouldn't be struggling, right? You wouldn't be feeling like you're stuck in a hole. You wouldn't be feeling anxious, feeling stressed if you knew how to get where you wanted to go in your life. So how do we make the shift? What does God use in our life? to help us get from where we are to where we want to be. What does he use? Okay. God's grace comes to us in the form of a perspective shift. The ability to look at things from another angle, right? Sometimes we will look at our life through only our lens and the conclusions that we've made because those are our experiences and they're true in that sense. Yes, your health Maybe you may be struggling in your health right now. Your marriage may not be thriving the way you want it to, right? Maybe you're fighting and arguing and like I said, feeling stressed and button heads with your kids and, you know, struggling financially, right? That's true. And there are going to be certain emotion, emotions accompanied with those thoughts and those experiences. How would you know to get out of a situation like that if you didn't feel the pain of it, right? Those emotions and those experiences are supposed to motivate us for better and for more, right? God says that he has given us, you know, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, right? To give us hope in the future. So if we know that that's God's intention, then we have to be able to see the things we go through in our life through a different, through another perspective. Now, here's the deal, you guys. How many people are on this planet? Last time I checked or last time I heard, I think it was like 6.8 billion people. Do you know what that means, you guys? That means that God has given us 6.8 billion perspectives that we can learn from, from other people who may have walked in our shoes, but they're a little bit further down the road than we are, right? So what does that mean for us? That that means that we got to be checking ourselves before we wreck ourselves, right? The fruit of the Spirit is self-control. That means we're looking at our life. We're looking at the outcomes. We're looking at our attitudes. We're looking at our actions, our behaviors, our habits, and we're evaluating them and asking the question, when I do this or think this or act this way, 
Is this producing the outcome that I really, really want in my life? If not, what does that usually mean? You're thinking about your situation in a certain way that's leading to the outcome that you don't want. It all starts with a thought, right? So now you have to be able to take those thoughts that you're having about your situation that's leading to an outcome you don't desire and reconceptualize it, right? And we do that saying, Lord, how do I think about this differently, right? And God will do that. Also, God will use people in our lives to do it. He will use people because we are relational beings, you guys. He, he gave to Adam, even the garden, so man wouldn't be alone. So obviously there's something there that only man can offer that God cannot. Now, you might take this the wrong way and say, Ashley, what are you talking about? God is sufficient. Yes, he is. However, even before the fall of man, God had relationship in place between two human beings. So obviously, obviously we know that there's more to it than just us and God. It's us, God, and the relationships and the quality of those relationships. Why do you think God made mankind, right? To have those relationships with him, okay? He wants people that want to be with him in his kingdom, that want to have a relationship with him, that, you know, recognize the value and, and his majesty and, and, and are in awe of him. Like, wow, God, I, I, I like you. I want to have a relationship with you. And then you re he relates to you in a certain way and, and you start to kind of relate to him in a, in a different way of, wow, Lord, you know, seeing from his perspective at times and just how God pours into us. And then really in turn, we want to kind of pour back into him in the way, in that way, by giving of our lives and sharing the things that he's done for us. So anyway, you guys, the point I'm trying to make is we were designed for relationship. And so God's going to use other relationships and other people's experiences and perspectives to help us change ours, right? But that means we got to be humble. That means we got to look at our lives and say, okay, Lord, you know what? I'm not really where I want to be. And how do I get out of this? And God will use people around us to help us make that transformation. It's just, are we, are we willing to shift our paradigm? And why wouldn't we be? Why do we take so much comfort and stress and anxiety and fear. I mean, is it because it's so predictable and you've lived with it for so long, it just feels more comfortable? What do they say? Uh, what's that phrase? Um, you know, living in your own hell because you you know all the, the the streets. You all you know all the names of the streets. It's familiar. Sorry, guys. My baby's in here. And she just turned on my alarm clock. Preach the gospel at all times. Okay, sorry you guys. My baby is in the room with me. I'm doing this with my children wide awake. As I told you, they've been waking up so much earlier than usual. But you guys, I'm very committed to this. I, I believe these things need to be talked about because they've changed my life. So back to the conversation. God's gonna use people to shift our perspectives. But why does it feel so familiar and so comfortable to stay in stress and anxiety? Because you know what to expect. So you kind of like, just live in that. You don't know how to live any other way, right? But if we're honest with ourselves, sometimes we're not happy. We're not content. We don't have joy. We don't have peace. We don't have any of that. And the only way we're going to get that is if we start 
to think about things differently to get a different outcome. We can't keep thinking the same way about the same situation over and over again, expecting a different result. We have to open ourselves up to the wisdom and perspective that God has given other people through the context of their lives. And you guys are so practical, right? Think about the issues you have in your life, everyday stuff. Like I said, relationship issues, marriage issues, financial issues, health issues, career issues, you know, all these issues that we deal with every single day. There are people out there who have too gone through the exact same thing, but they learn to look at their situation from a different perspective. And that completely changed the whole trajectory of their life. Right? So our ability to look at our life from a different perspective is going to be the fuel that we need to have massive paradigm shifts and completely change the lives in the direction we want them to go, you guys. And so how do we integrate God's grace into our life? By allowing him to change our mind about the way we're thinking about things. Doesn't he say to take every thought captive, to make it obedient to Christ? So if you have a thought come into your mind and you realize it's not producing the fruit of the spirit. It's not giving you love. It's not giving you joy. It's not giving you peace. It's not giving you patience. It's not giving you goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance. You got to ask yourself, how am I thinking about this? That's causing me to not experience the fruit of the spirit, Lord. Why are we so afraid to let God expose those things in our thinking that are leading us to bad outcomes, right? When God confronted Adam in the garden, did he confront him to condemn him? Oh, I told you not to eat from the fruit. You're getting kicked out of the garden. You're burnt. Was that God's, was that, is that what happened with that? Look at the bigger picture of why God, God called Adam out. He asked them a question. Where did you, who told you that? Right? Where did you go? And who told you that? And he walked Adam through his thinking process that led him to doing the very thing that led to him feeling isolated and naked and hiding. So the same thing today, you guys, where in your life are you feeling ashamed, right? You're afraid, you're covering up by your perfectionism, your fig leaves, whatever you want to use. Where in your life are you doing that? And where are you, and where are you saying, okay, if God can do that for Adam and say, Hey, where'd you go? Pull him out, reconceptualize, right? Give him some practical wisdom. Is that not what God did? Even with the, even with the covering, Come on, you guys, animal skin is way more practical than a fig leaf, right? We have to see God as also the God of practical wisdom that you need in the context of your daily life. Adam didn't just die in the garden and drop dead, right? He didn't just die and be done with it. He also lived for like how many more years after that? So he needed to have practical wisdom and things to cover himself because God had given him a job to do. So the same thing with us, you guys, Job God has given us a job to do. So we need practical wisdom and practical coverings and sustainable ways to live our life so we can do the things God's called us to do. It says that God's precepts are to be obeyed. You guys know what a precept is? A precept is a way of doing something. I believe that God has given us a way to do things. We just have to humble ourselves and realize that we need the things that we don't have and that God will provide those things to us through the relation, first of all, through our relationship with him. As we humble ourselves before God and confess those areas of our life that we are ashamed of and hiding in, God will give us revelation about it, that freedom, that grace. He'll give you a different way of looking at it. And then he will begin to pour people and resources into your life to help grow that perspective that he's just given to you, right? 
So you guys, I just want you to think about that today. How do you integrate God's grace into your life? How do you get from the real to the ideal? It's very, very simple, you guys. Acknowledge where you're at. Humble yourself, okay? Lord, I don't have the outcomes in my life that I want. I don't know how to produce that, Lord. If I did, I wouldn't be stuck here. Lord, how am I thinking about this? How do I need to think about it differently to get a different outcome, right? How do I need practical wisdom in my life to get, to be able to function, to do the job that you've called me to do, you guys? So, excuse me. You guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you honestly have a great week. I will see you guys next Monday. We're going to be talking about maturity again. And try to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my best to share with you my own, you know, real life examples, right? Because you can, hopefully you can relate to me in that way. But we're going to, we're going to continue to talk about maturity and bonding and boundaries, which I didn't get to boundaries this week, but we'll get to that next week. And of course, the real and the ideal and take these four elements of our life and learn how to cultivate it in the context of our lives. So we can be the people God created us to be, you guys. These are the four areas that I've worked on in my life that have completely changed my life. And I believe that if you guys look at these things in these four areas and recognize kind of where you're at, that God will so graciously provide to you the things that you need and that you're lacking, the thinking that you don't have, so you can begin to use your skills and talents, who you truly are at your core, your values, your passions, the things that you want to do to change the world, the impact that you want to make, the legacy you want to have for your life, that will naturally flow out of you as you deal with all of these areas of your life, you guys. So I hope you have an awesome weekend. Check me out on my social media page, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell on Facebook and my YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement. Soul Food Sundays, my husband will be on there with me. His name is Scott, so he will be joining me on Sundays to talk to you guys about the things that we're talking about at home. We do home church. We've been doing it for a while now. My husband decided five years ago that he was going to take spiritual responsibility for his family. And so we want to share with you guys just the different things that we think about and talk about uh, amongst our family and amongst our friends um, that come here and be able to share that with you guys so you guys can begin to join in on the conversation as well. So I love you guys. Thank you for all of your support, you guys. I look forward to continue to, you know, grow this community and grow, you know, grow this network of people who are really discovering their God-given worth and their potential in their life so we can make an impact together, you guys. Everyone has a contribution to make. It's just a matter of discovering it within ourselves, collaborating with each other, having a greater vision. But in order to have this greater vision, we got to see where we lack in the vision so God can fill it. He says that his people die for lack of knowledge. You guys, we don't need to die from lack of knowledge. We are in the information age, you guys. We can utilize everything that is right at our fingertips if we just humble ourselves and ask God to help us. And he will, you guys, I promise. I'm living proof of that. As you are, if you tap into it, do not be afraid of the grace that God has so graciously given to us through Christ, the redemption. Don't be ashamed of it. God wasn't afraid of the shame that put him up there, which, you know what I mean? Our sins, our arrogance, our pride, or, you know, those things we struggle with. He so graciously did that so we could receive the thing he came to give you guys, his grace. So we don't want to blaspheme the Holy Spirit by denying the very thing that our soul needs to be changed and transformed. So I love you guys. I'm going to get off here. I hope you have an awesome, awesome weekend and I will see you next week.